You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cousin Connection Podcast. No. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay 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 that's really creepy welcome back everybody to the cousin connection podcast oh sorry okay okay i'm gonna start that again welcome back everybody okay 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 Welcome back, everybody, to the Cousin Connection Podcast. This is your 10th episode coming at you live from Sada's living room. It's the 11th episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cousin Connection Podcast. My name's Amir. My name is Sada. And we welcome you back to our podcast. It's the 11th episode. And just to be fully clear, clear with you guys, this is the 50th time we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, can you just keep the rest of it in? Should I just keep all that in? Okay. Maybe at the end. Yeah, I'll just add, I'll just add like all the time. Today's one of those days. It's just one of those days. Yeah, okay. I can't so, hear myself, so this is weird. I don't know how you did this last week. I know, it's kind of weird because like it's... Like it's not as enjoyable. Yeah, I like hearing myself. So you want to get the headphones now? No, I'm too lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just... Like, <laughs> like what? Like you're a newscaster? So I was like holding your hand Mariah to her Carey. ear. <laughs> you're the Mariah Carey. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mariah Carey. I was thinking I then. Like the <laughs> Why are you trying to make me look bad? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you don't plug your ear when you make adhan, do you? Yeah, don't you see them when they when they're doing the adhan, they Is like that plug why their they ear. Do it? Yeah, because I so feel like hear it like it like maybe it's better for like acoustics for your head. I just <laughs> thought they were like going like I don't know what th- I didn't know they plugged their ear. Yo, professional adhan makers out there, can you please tell us why you cover one ear? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just like you know they're they're calling like well they don't do this right. They do this no yeah well some of them th- sometimes they were, were motioning to like cover not cover your mouth but like put your hand next to your mouth but i see a lot of them put it next to their ear and i think that's more for acoustics because like sometimes you have sound bouncing around and it's easier to hear yourself if you just have one ear that's kind of focusing on the sound than two. Oh, i didn't know that that can be complete bull but i'm gonna go i with feel it. like you're making this nah, up you know i feel like i've learned it some way it's all uh, good. yeah okay. let's just go with that we'll we'll find out <laughs> someone will send us a message and say you guys were so wrong but we'll f- we'll find out yeah we got we got some uh, 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 professionals listening here, so hopefully you can give us some better advice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this podcast we're going to be centered around more of the uh, you want you want to give the question or should I put in the question? It isn't really a question; it's more yeah. of a discussion. Yeah, that we were kind of having about like um, both well Instagram and consumerism in general. 
Uh, we kind of touched on Instagram in the last podcast, which you guys seem to really like. How we got a little, a little bit more vulnerable, and you know, told uh, our experience, our, our experience, and, and like, what we learned from it. Like just to like interrupt. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I just like. I just have to say, you know, first of all, the response has been so overwhelming. I was telling Amir this like offline mm-hmm. that it made she me a punk a- and she started getting crampling. <laughs> I, I really got emotional because seeing the response that, you know, people who either opened up or they were just saying like, thank you, mm-hmm. you know, your, your guys's vulnerability, you know, it, the response was overwhelming. Like it, it's a different, cause you know, we had the, a big response with like the relationship talks mm-hmm. series, but this one, it's like we were already, or I guess I'll speak for myself. I was really nervous to like, mm-hmm. you know, open up in a, on a public platform. Um, and I didn't know how people were going to perceive the mm-hmm. episode. I was like very anxious leading up to it. Yeah. Um, and then hearing the response from everyone who listened to it and, and how much mm-hmm. they enjoyed the vulnerability. Like, yeah. I kind of wish we had this too, <laughs> you know? Um, so, I just wanted to say, like, honestly, thank you guys so much for the constant support. We see all of you friends mm-hmm. and people that we don't know personally that are reposting it every week. Mm-hmm. Those who message us to ask us, like, you know, the, the days that I don't always upload it, you know, on time. They're like, where is that? <laughs> <laughs> we see you guys. We love you. We appreciate the support so much. Um, even if you don't reach out and you're just listening just mm-hmm. because. Thank you. Thank you for even listening. Like. Mm-hmm. That means so much to us, and I just had to say that first before we <laughs> dove into this week's episode. Yeah, so um, what was it getting to? Oh, and, you know, I feel the same way. I'm not really good at, like, <laughs> the whole, you know... Expressing... Expressing uh, emotions, like, What you go learn uh, today, okay? Uh, <laughs> this is what we're going to work on, okay? Amir, by the end of, mm. by the end of like, this, mm-hmm. you're going to be so expressive, and you're gonna be telling we'll strangers that you love them and how they like you oh, I like that shirt on you. You know, what I mean? old habits die hard. We'll yeah. work on them. We'll work on them. All right, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was getting to the fact that we mentioned in our last podcast that um, Instagram had a lot to do with our mental well-being mm-hmm. and like how it affected us overall. Mm-hmm. And we kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit deeper. But not only Instagram, but just general consumerism mm-hmm. in general and how that affects us and. And how it can be very detrimental for not only you as an individual, but the world yeah. as a whole. The global market. Exactly. Uh, so do you want to start with, yeah, let's start with Instagram first. So Instagram or, or consumerism? Well, let's, you th- okay, you choose. Let's go with consumerism then. Well, I was going to ask you, do mm-hmm. you feel like you mm-hmm. are a slave to consumerism? An interesting thing about that is that, okay, so as I was growing up, mm. I was never really like, of course i was that kid who always wanted the toys and stuff yeah but eventually as i was growing up and like this the religion is sort of tied into this as well Mm -hmm. because like you're taught as a child you're Mm -hmm. screwed into not screwed into your head it's uh beat into your head drilled Drilled into your head yeah that you know this is this life is temporary you Mm -hmm. shouldn't be putting too much value on like things in this life and just focus on your dean and stuff and like dean over dunya dean over dunya exactly (laughs) and 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 i actually like took that that lesson to heart a lot and i was at a young age even at a young age Mm. but there was always and i felt like it's what messed with me mentally a lot Mm -hmm. there's always this like competition between like 
people telling you that you should want these things mm. and you just trying to be like, but we, we shouldn't want these things. Like the, the religion is telling you one thing and people yeah. are telling you another thing. Yeah, yeah. And as a child, that can be so like confusing. Confused, yeah. Because all your friends, all the people around you are saying, oh, look, that nice car over there. Mm-hmm. Look, this person has a big house. This person, you know, they're, they, they have like the, the latest shoes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But none of those things interested me. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I had to be interested in it. And I was weird for not being interested in it because of a lot of those uh, pressures from society basically so i feel that that's actually a lot more common than i actually originally thought it was like that feeling that 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 struggle the internal internal struggle internal conflict but just no one speaks about it so everybody just thinks that like that's what you're supposed to like and that's Mm. what you're supposed to do Mm. uh and it it takes a lot of your individualism away from you because like you you start to try and just uh, assimilate, assimilate with the crew or with what's cool and kind of uh make your choices based off of that <clears throat> instead of what's best for you essentially mm-hmm. that was that was my kind of introduction to consumerism essentially and then of course as i grew up mm-hmm. i guess i should go into my whole life story here <laughs> <laughs> as i uh as i grew up and you know last week we were talking about growing as a person failure and all that in that same time, I was learning to take in less of what other people are saying, um, uh, being more aware of what I like and whether or not that's because of what people tell me that I should like or that's something that's good for me and that I personally like, if that makes sense. So Hopefully you were trying like, not to be influenced by other people. Yeah, and just do what's best for me, essentially, mm-hmm. what I think is best for me. Mm-hmm. And and that includes the aspect of my life of what I buy and like um, what I'm interested in like you know you know me i've never been interested in like the latest shoes yeah i think we like we literally we go shopping together and i'm like you should get these yeah. and you're like what are those yeah guys just so you know sarah's always been like my well originally it was gizman yeah, <laughs> we would was, go together sometimes. yeah we'd actually go to get together all the time my sister and sarah as well and like uh, they would be my cl- consultants <laughs> for clothing because i just didn't wasn't interested yeah. in what to wear so they would buy it for me or they wouldn't buy it for me but they would tell me okay this looks good you should get this yeah. and i'll do that like once or twice a year and that's, that's so it. true and that's all i would do when it came to buying clothing for myself because mm-hmm. i just wasn't interested in like same thing for the latest cars like i've never been interested in cars yeah or anything these are just like the face values of like very stuff that a lot of people kind of like first think of when they think of consumerism right but i was never into those things like i was i feel like you're in you have a niche like when it comes to tech Mm -hmm. we always talk about like comparing iphones and androids and you know the the ins and outs and so i feel like you're more willing to splurge on something Mm -hmm. like a high quality or a good quality tech device whatever it might be yeah but that's what you're into not clothes or shoes a lot of it comes down to functionality and like being able to uh i'm only gonna i'm only at least now i'm more willing to invest in myself so mm-hmm. i'm willing to spend more on myself like that's why i like working out so if i'm mm-hmm. working out i'd rather spend that a- on workout equipment that i can use for like the long term and will benefit my health overall mm. um so yeah i guess i should throw it back into you so what's your opinion on consumerism like <laughs> what's your relation to consumerism i guess that's what we're kind of working on right now i'm gonna be honest with you mm-hmm. i'm a slave to consumerism 100 <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. like Ever since I was a kid, because I feel like our age group, like we're considered millennials. We Mm -hmm. are a very unique generation because Mm -hmm. 
we grew up in the 90s where social media wasn't really a thing. Mm -hmm. And so what influenced us was like TV commercials. Yeah. And our friends at school. Mm-hmm. And then we got into t- we got into the 2000s and the 2010s, mm-hmm. and oh my god, <laughs> isn't what? that crazy? We're so old. The now 2010s. The, now we're in the 2020s. <laughs> That's cra- oh my god. But it's the shift from going from like TV and in person influences to like mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. whatever else, TikTok. The shift has been so like we got the best of both. I mean. We got both of the aspects of it. You know what I mean? And so for me, I 100% was always like, I always had to have the latest Barbie. Do you remember Mm -hmm. how much I used to love Barbies? Yeah. But that's when you were a kid. I feel like there's a certain age where like, it's like, okay. But like my interest shifted. So like Mm -hmm. from as a kid, it's like, I always wanted the toys. Well, actually, yeah. Because if you think about it, that's like your training to be a consumer. (laughs) Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. I also had my older brother who like, when it came to like shoes, I was good with like, you know, Skechers. Yeah. He'd be like, ew, Skechers. You mm-hmm. need to get Nikes. And I was like, nah. Nikes? Those are boy shoes. L- mm-hmm. I remember this. And if he's listening, mm-hmm. he's probably laughing now. And he's like, you know what? I put her on. I gave her the swag <laughs> that she has. <laughs> Which, fine, I'll give him that credit. Mm-hmm. But like, whether it was like shoes, mm-hmm. um, clothes, not really, because that was my mom. Yeah. Music, movies, like the shows that you watch. Don't yeah. Do you remember sometimes at school they'd be like, "Oh, do do you watch this show?" Like Pokemon was like the biggest thing oh, at yeah. one point. Do you remember yeah. that? Because like you only had TV. You didn't have the internet to kind of find right. all those different shows. Yeah, right. specific shows that came on at specific times, <laughs> and if you missed it, you're done. <laughs> you weren't part of the conversation next day. Unless you had, <laughs> unless you had like those parents that had the like the DVR. VHS, yeah, and they would like literally record it. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the real ones. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I I found some recordings like a while ago when I was going through the VHSs and, and digitizing shows? them. Like I found one. D- uh, uh, VHS where like it was I don't know some kids video and then halfway through it it's recording like a basketball game or something like that you recorded that? I don't know who recorded I think they accidentally did that oh where they accidentally record over maybe they had because in, in the VHS back in the day they used to have a record button where you can literally just record to it like on the th- on the on like the actual the vhs player yeah because whatever what, what is t- it called yeah? <laughs> the thing v- vhs player oh. <laughs> right no but like the actual like the little black thing with the two circles vhs oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's like a dvd player what's the thing called a dvd <laughs> oh yeah true <laughs> <laughs> wow oh uh, that's how far removed you are from the 90s clearly, now come on clearly. Now. <laughs> i forgot my roots um wow who i mean yeah i guess like that's that's the thing though like mm-hmm. so for me i i grew up being very much like a slave mm-hmm. to consumerism and my parents knew and mm-hmm. it was like dangerous because they're like oh, if mm-hmm. we keep getting her what she wants she's gonna mm-hmm. grow up to be spoiled and whatever whatever yeah i would like to say that i'm not spoiled now <laughs> well now you have your own money so if any if anyone's gonna be spoiling you're gonna be spoiling yourself but even with that like even as um like remember when we got our first phones yeah I desperately wanted the new iPhone. Like mm-hmm. at the time, the whatever the iPhone one or whatever came it was out two thousand eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I I wanted it so bad because mm-hmm. I remember Miley Cyrus had one, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, if Miley has one, <laughs> she's an international superstar. I need one too. Oh my god! <laughs> so I knew that, and I remember like when we went to university, mm-hmm. 
I was so adamant on getting a MacBook. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I, I that's when I feel like that was like the last time I was like the big consumer because I got the MacBook. We all got it. Yeah, we all got at the same time. The same exact one. Yeah, and actually before, remember we used there to was, flex with those. We had so many <laughs> trends. We had the, the Apple trend, but then before that, there's a Hollister trend. Oh my god! Abercrombie and Fitch. Yes, there are a lot of trends we were falling to. And like when we were to. really young, it was like Gap was like the, mm-hmm. the old clothing Navy. to wear. Yeah, we had like different stages as we were going. <laughs> Any of the girls, if you guys remember, Lacenza girl. Oh they my had, like, god! Do you remember Lacenza? Lacenza girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, is that gone now? Yeah, yeah, I'm it's pretty gone sure it's now. gone. Yeah. I think there was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember, but anyway, mm-hmm. like. It's so crazy, like, when I think back now, mm-hmm. um, the way that, like, my mindset has changed about consumerism. But it, for me, it was always, like, I needed to have the latest tech. Anything that mm-hmm. seemed cool, I yeah. wanted it. Because I wanted to feel like I fit in, yeah. <laughs> which is so bad. No, but that's how they get you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, the before i feel like the the shift has changed now like i mm-hmm. mean it, the marketing strategies have shifted now mm-hmm. but before it was mostly like whoever the it celebrity was yeah they would pay the millions to advertise a product because if they have it then they're cool mm-hmm. then you're gonna want it to seem just as cool as that person exactly it was still happening today yeah yeah but i feel like there there has been such a huge focus on like influencer marketing more than celebrity marketing Don't you oh think? i i assume right now they're the same to me celebrities and influencers are the same Honestly, not some, really are, though, some influences not really are even on a higher level, honestly. But celebrities are famous for whether it's they sing or they act or they, I don't know, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Influencers are famous for like they are their brand. Like just, they're just famous for, for being them. But wasn't like Kim Kardashian was a, fi- was a celebrity. She's an OG she was, influencer, yeah. honestly. Yeah, but she wasn't on social media at first, was she? She was famous for, well, something else. Actually, she kind of rose to fame first yeah by being friends with with paris hilton and what was paris hilton was a celebrity but what was she famous for for being rich exactly and she was on that show um that show well she got i think she got the show for being rich yeah like her yeah i mean i forget what the show was called but i know what you're talking about it's not the sweet life right their friend uh the simple life yeah the simple life exactly yeah yeah Mm -hmm. nicole richie yeah they're just two rich girls Mm -hmm. just doing dumb stuff yeah but uh imagine being famous for that mm-hmm. well now that's that's almost like the thing now where people are just famous for being famous or famous just for being them like well a lot of it now i feel like is weird because it just comes down to how the person looks yeah yeah like it, you you don't have to have any talent you might be able to i don't know do like one tiktok dance and you got millions of followers right it's away so insane like mm-hmm. part of me wants to think that like okay the power of the this new generation of kids mm-hmm they are powerful okay yeah definitely. <laughs> they're very powerful mm-hmm. and if they like you you're an instant success mm-hmm. but like part of me is like do they just like you because you look good or do you have a good vibe a good aura like are you someone that's enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. or is it just because like you know how to do this dance move and it's like a popular song i feel like it's just a lot of like i don't know if i can even say that word it's a bunch of little horny little white boys who are just following these girls the and girls yeah but like i feel like and then for we, the guys it's the same thing but just for girls uh, i don't know i don't because I, I don't feel like that's not all the people that are popular like imagine yeah, think if about we, it think about the most we, popular people right now okay so if that's the case then we can if we've cracked the code on how to become 
mm-hmm. famous online why don't we like er- anyone could do it then no because like the first the big thing about it mm-hmm. is that you uh, i don't want to make this a race thing but you have to be white if you want instant fame instant fame you have mm-hmm. to be somewhat white or like like a mix enough to where they'll be they'll like accept you like light skin enough black that you'll, they'll mm-hmm. accept you you can't be too black because if you're too black that's not what they like they want someone who's who who they can show to their parents and be like oh this is someone cool okay they're acceptable kind of thing mm-hmm. but if you if you if you crank that blackness just a little bit too much then you're you know your 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 follower count starts going down you, you're not uh, uh put out there as much like it's interesting that's weird, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the the social media game right now is influenced, maybe not intentionally, but it, like it's it's um, really geared towards just like white people or white kids in general. Those are the ones that I know have been blowing up the most and the quickest. Because mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of very talented people who people of colors in general mm-hmm. who are out there, and they have just as much a right to be as popular and put in just as much work, but. They have to like there's that whole thing where they say you have to do like ten times the work to get like, just like half the pay or half the like half um, of the revenue or not revenue the reward. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I know what you're trying. Yeah, to say. you see what I'm trying to say. But it's it's crazy because these you know white influencers are getting famous for I don't want to say imitating black people, but mm-hmm. um, let's look at like kylie jenner for example yeah kylie and her friend yeah that one girl with the blonde one Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times um yeah this is like totally off topic but like Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at the ideal this is kind of on topic in general of like instagram and social media and how it's kind of warped society in a way like what i was trying to say was like you know they if you notice sometimes Mm -hmm. like her skin color gets really dark yeah she's like really really tan yeah She's done her lips before. Yeah. Probably got some sort of like surgery on her body mm-hmm. to to look more curvy. Definitely got surgery. <laughs> like like a and the thing is is that like you could have a person of color who naturally looks like that mm-hmm. and you know a lot of black people who have more fuller lips have gotten made fun of like in the past mm-hmm. and they now still it's might like, get made fun of it yeah mm-hmm. but like now it's like the thing to do mm-hmm. and i there's like this trend on tiktok now where everyone in the, and their mama is getting a bbl do you know what a bbl yeah, is yeah first of all it's like one of the most dangerous surgeries yeah out you there saw that get. tiktok too <laughs> <laughs> wait with the guy yeah the guy do talking you, about do it you, do you like the black guy right yeah uh it was a white dude i think a white oh, doctor there's yeah. this one guy who who his whole like tiktok yeah is it, it's the hashtag is called the bbl effect mm-hmm. it is so funny i have to show it to you after okay <laughs> but like <they're laughs> the way that he acts yeah it's so funny to me because that's how like Kylie Jenner acts Mm -hmm. and it's like these, these influencers or whatever you want to call them, they get so popular on imitating black people, black culture. Mm -hmm. But if a black person does it, they're just like not like they don't even get half of the recognition. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Like it's, and that's the thing about social media these days is that a lot of it, uh, a lot of the most popular people are popular because they're kind of imitating mm-hmm. black people and black culture mm-hmm. in general, right? Mm-hmm. They're almost uh, wh- not whiteifying it, but like they're essentially because it's a is a person a white person doing it. It's more acceptable. It's more acceptable, right? More it, mainstream. Yeah, more mm-hmm. mainstream to them. But then once the black person does it, oh, they're ratchet. Yeah. Oh, they're ghetto. That kind of thing. Ugh. But it, it's it's such a 
double standard when it, it comes is. to social media, right? 100%. And the funny thing is that I was actually watching a video, uh, and this is just a good lesson in general. A lot of the photos you see on Instagram, yeah, all of them, oh, not all of them, a majority of them are doctored. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a majority of them are doctored. Like you mean like they're edited, right? They're edited, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think someone put it together where it's not only the pictures now, because pictures you can get away with with editing and stuff because it's just still right right but now because of the rise of filters oh my god people are able to adjust how their body looks in videos isn't that like imagine the body dysmorphia that this next mm-hmm. generation is gonna have like yeah. our generation probably already had it a long time ago like yeah. we've already talked about body dysmorphia yeah. too very briefly but yeah imagine you get so used to seeing your face on a filter mm-hmm. and then when you look in the mirror you're like unsatisfied because mm-hmm. you're like oh, what do i look like that and because of social media a lot of people a lot of uh, uh surgeons or plastic surgeons have actually had people come to them they say okay they take a photo of themselves with the filter and say i want to look like this <gasps> with the filter on That's or so they'll take like an up. influencer online and be like i want her body i want to look like her or him no yeah and this is going both ways now before it used to be a lot of majority or at least i think a majority women yeah but now guys are the same way right they all want the chisel they want the chiseled abs and you can get get surgery surgery? yes you can get surgery for that (gasps) now says who because i'm gonna look that up real quick (laughs) (laughs) no but they don't realize that a lot of it comes down to good lighting Mm -hmm. it comes down to uh, maybe they knew they're gonna take this photo so they got the pump a pump mm. is essentially right after the workout where your blood is still like within the muscles. Everything's a lot larger. Mm-hmm. And also there are th- certain things you can do to make your m- uh, muscles more pronounced. So things that they would do like for bodybuilding shows where they would consume less water. Uh, they would uh, take in a lot more sodium, I believe. So it would kind of um, uh, saturate their skin or like it would take the moisture away from their skin. So they would look more vascular. Is that why they put on oil? So yeah. they don't look dry? Yeah, they put no. They put the they put this like a uh, darker cream mm-hmm. because it accentuates like the muscles. It makes them look um, you can you, more pronounced essentially. Oh, okay. So that's why they do it in body. That's why you see like it might look like they're black face putting on black face. Yeah, I'm like, how are they always so tan? Yeah, but it's really because it it makes their muscles look more pronounced uh, essentially. That's oh, why you okay. see body bodybuilding shows that someone who's like pale will come out looking like just as black as I do right now. Are they allowed to do that? I, it might look like blackface, but mm. really it's just for the show so their muscles look more pronounced. Oh, okay. But that's the I guess that's what maybe we're trying to get at when it comes to Instagram and social media in general. Mm. Is that and we mentioned it even last time, like a lot of it is a lie that's and they're trying to it's a lie that's being sold to you so that you would consume more. And that's how it, the consu- consumer culture kind of ties into this right yeah because like a lot of times those people who have those distorted bodies um and <laughs> I love you said distorted bodies <laughs> well like not distorted bodies so distorted pictures or edited mm. pictures mm. is because they're trying to sell you that lifestyle right that's so even true. though even for that person who's in that photo it wasn't unattainable for them they had to edit themselves to look that way like the the um the skinny tees or whatever the laxative yeah. tees and there's actually that thing with uh what's her name what? not to rag on the kardashians all the time but chloe kardashian recently got mad because a photo of her came out um that was undoctored essentially and uh, she looked a little bit more like you know chunkier than normal yeah and it's because she didn't do they didn't do any touch up to the photo mm. and she was mad that that got out even though at the same time she's also advocating for 
body body positivity at the same time. She so, fully has a show about it too. Yeah, it's a lot of there's a lot of uh hypocrisy going on right now within social media where people are trying to tell you you know be positive about your body uh um everybody's different kind of thing at the same time they're doctoring their own photos to look a certain way and i think everyone should be aware of that that the piece the person that you're following online even if you think that they're trustworthy you can trust them like you should still kind of take everything you see with a grain of salt because you mm. don't know whether or not someone else has touched it up because maybe this person doesn't have control over that photo at the time and someone else doc- doctored it for them they don't, and they're not aware of it, you know, just to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, yeah, like ultimately I feel like even if the the person who's advertising something feels like they can't live up to it, mm-hmm. it ultimately comes down to like the science of marketing, right? Like yeah. you're more likely to be drawn towards a photo that's just like, um, pleasing to the eye mm-hmm. versus someone like another photo like you know you want bright colors you want yeah. clean lines like there's so much science and like there's so much behind it mm-hmm. that whether they like it or not they they find themselves like even if you know you were to take a great picture and you're like oh yeah this looks good someone who has a marketing lens would look mm-hmm. at it and be like oh you know what let me fix up the lighting oh y- your shirt looks a little wrinkled mm-hmm. here let me edit that really quick yeah oh let me add like an extra muscle on your arm like you know it's just yeah it's it's very crazy because before we re- like we don't even realize but this constant need for editing it's like mm-hmm. this um it kind of becomes like unconscious and uh, not unconscious subconscious mm-hmm. and and you get used to seeing yourself edited mm-hmm. that like in real life <laughs> you know sometimes when when like you see someone online and you see them in person you're like whoa you do not look like mm-hmm. like you're a catfish yeah and it's it's so crazy because we're so like i don't know if we're gonna continue to be as heavily influenced by social media as we once were mm-hmm. but like for me personally like i'm trying trying to i guess just be more conscious about it yeah and that's what we're trying to uh hope express to everyone else is be more conscious about what you're seeing on there and mm-hmm. realize that a lot of it is kind of a front it's not the reality mm. of the situation really like um but i still and like i still end up falling for like the ads like yeah you know how many times i've purchased things that i see on an instagram yeah. ad when you're scrolling you're like oh what is and that and that's cuz they're tracking literally everything you do yeah. and it's not only what you do on instagram they're taking like the the biggest uh thing that a lot of these companies sell now is your information that's it's not so it's not up. the stuff that you see um at face value like mm. uh when you go on amazon mm-hmm. of course they're selling you items mm-hmm. but in the background amazon actually makes a lot of money off of selling your information <gasps> about what you like what you Those what you shady what you don't like essentially they'll, they'll figure out everything mm. about you and then they'll sell that information to instagram or to the advertisers essentially is this what that f- whole thing about 5g is do you know anything about 5g no, 5G is just 5G is literally just a phone. It's just a next level of phone service. Like we have So why is it, why was everyone freaking out about it? Eh, conspiracies, man. Like no, but like what I I don't understand. Huh? No, because it's it makes no sense. Like there's no <laughs> there's no logical explanation for why people are kind of going like, crazy about 5G. Yeah. Cuz 5G is literally just a higher frequency of right. uh your phone signal essentially like right now we we used to have 1g yeah and we have 2g 3g Ooh, 3g 4G. <laughs> yeah four now we're on like 4g and a little bit like 4.5g or something like that i don't know mm. uh and now they're moving up to 5g and the only difference is that 5g uses higher frequencies 
in order to transmit the information. And actually, 5G is not really that efficient because you actually need more towers for 5G. Maybe that's why it was coming up because uh, a lot more towers have to be built for them. Right. Because they don't transmit as far as a regular um, um, tower would normally. And you have to kind of be like within range of it. Like it has to be in sight range. 5G is not really feasible in like long distance situations, but it's good for like cities where people are a lot, a lot closer. But a lot of that was just like conspiracies, theories kind of getting out there. And oh. because of the internet, yeah and how the algorithm is kind of set up yeah one small thing can yeah. snowball very easily uh, one, even even false information can snowball yeah in, to the point where it actually gets people you reasonable people to believe something as crazy as 5g i don't know um being bad for you and like i don't even know what the conspiracies are because i haven't even paid attention to them, to them much yeah me neither but, but people I just, have been going like, crazy about it like i see them freaking out about it online i'm like what is, like i had no idea what it was about but the power of social media yeah you know that's uh, unfortunately like you know it's a double-edged sword right social media yeah. it does a lot of good yeah but it also does a lot of bad and it's like trying to find that balance i feel like it has a, ba- a really bad reputation right now social media yeah yeah but then again like um recently with the palestinian situation like would yeah, we know we, we did speak a lot about that, that issues or a lot of the stuff that's going on without social media so that's what i'm saying like it has its goods and it has its bads it's positive negatives and that's true but yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so like now that we talk we were kind of talking about like more like individual stuff but mm. let's talk about like the jump back to the consumerism stuff because yes. a lot of that like Actually, you kind of continue the conversation because we're talking about how they're trying to sell you things. Right. And I don't think people realize about like the global impact mm-hmm. of all of this uh, abundance of, cons- not, I, don't, I don't know how to exactly say it, but like of uh, this overconsumption mm. of just stuff in yeah. general, whether it's food, whether it's clothing, mm-hmm. whether it's like electronics, like this, a lot of the issues that are currently going on in the world no matter what you point to, it comes down to money and large corporations trying to uh, influence different parts of the world so they can get cheap labor and make the things faster with um, without having to pay their workers. And like we're seeing that whole issue with Amazon right now where they're literally making their workers like peeing cups as they're standing what? there because like they, 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 they don't treat them like people. They treat them like a number like let's say this person uh was only able to scan like 10 products in the last 30 seconds it's like why didn't you do 15 why didn't you do 20 yeah and they make them and they have to improve all the time to the point where these people literally can't go for bathroom breaks (gasps) because they don't want their numbers to drop because once their numbers drop they replace you right away you're so replaceable hell no and and that's due to this i want it now attitude yeah oh my god okay let me just say a famous poet once upon a time, mm-hmm. he said, "Mo money, mo problems." <laughs> <laughs> this girl. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is that it, it does ultimately come down to money, mm-hmm. and that I want it now. That's ex- that's perfect. I was I, I what I wanted to say to you yeah. was literally they're they're in a monopoly like there's they have no competitors i think maybe mm-hmm. when they first started like there was ebay but like who even remembers ebay anymore yeah. you know what i mean so i can't think of a single company that that is a direct competitor of amazon yeah because they've taken over essentially right and now they can 
they have so much influence that they can lobby against anything that would come at them in any way or uh, regulate them in any way. We have to be very aware of this current growth of like, I want an attitude and we have to kind of learn to kind of um, pull back a little bit and be more aware of our purchases in general. Because like, let's say um, not only Amazon, let's go into like other parts of the world. What about like fashion? Like look yeah, at fashion. Yeah, so fast fashion. Uh, that's what I was going to go to. Yeah. Well, I was going to actually go to technology, but we can talk about fashion as well. Okay. Because like in fashion, yeah. you got people joke about it where they say like there's some kid in india making your jordans or there's some kid in like there's some like small kid in taiwan or something making your your t-shirts or whatever and people joke about this but this is the reality of the situation and those people are not being paid anything barely anything like a cent a day or something crazy like that just so it can't be constituted as slavery but a lot of times it is slavery that's so sad and unfortunately like this is something we're aware of but we still feed into the beast there are some ethical brands um but the thing with fast fashion is cheap labor results in cheap products yeah and you know yeah you could be the someone who does ethical consumption and you're Mm -hmm. gonna buy a t-shirt for 45 dollars and you feel good because you're like okay you know no one was harmed in making in the making of this t-shirt yeah Whereas you could go to certain brands and get the same exact looking t-shirt. It's not the mm-hmm. same quality, mm-hmm. but it looks exactly the same for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. So here's one person who paid $45 and you paid 10 bucks for it. Yeah. And this monster has been growing oh, over yeah. time. It just, yep. And because of the whole um, fast delivery services that we're not getting now, like people don't want to think about where it's coming from as mm-hmm. long as they can get it by tomorrow yeah essentially right yeah. like your phone all the thing all the components of our phones come from like slave labor in africa for the minerals and the in and in china for the people who put it together That's like it's the reality of the situation we all are aware i think we're all aware we all kind of know it in the back of our mind but if you think about it too much you get too depressed so you're like you know what i'm just not going to think about it right and hope that they come up with a better version next year <laughs> <laughs> It's that's like, that's so sad but very true everything comes at a cost and i think we have to start being aware of what that cost is because we we talk about like black lives matter we talk about the palestinian struggle mm. but like a lot of those things are being driven by our constant need for this like, like consumption consumption exactly yeah. abundance of consumption like yeah we have whenever we whenever people come from like a third world country mm-hmm they're surprised by like how much extra we have. Like we're literally throwing <laughs> good products out into the garbage yep. because we have too much of it. And I feel like in those countries, the reason they don't want the large corporations, they don't want those places to become developed and to increase like their, their economic status mm-hmm. is because if they do, then they're going to have to pay their workers better. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to pay their workers better. So they'd rather have those people live in a, in a lower class and a lower lifestyle right so they continue to feed off of them so they make these products that they literally don't even have access to yeah these people are making these 200 dollars jordan shoes and they can't even put feet uh, shoes on their own feet that's that's (laughs) making me so depressed but the thing is but this is the this is the reality of consumerism and i'm not defending the corporations in any way whatsoever but you also have to think about it from that perspective Mm -hmm. it's like when you have these multi-million, billion-dollar corporations, mm-hmm. they're able to make that much money because they're paying 
a frat like the tiniest amount for the labor to produce their products Mm -hmm. and then they upsell it by like 100 percent or even more Mm -hmm. and they make all this money Mm -hmm. like that's how they're able to get that successful imagine if they had they they paid their workers (laughs) like okay even if they did outsource to another country yeah and they paid them a fair wage something that's a livable wage for that country yeah and that's just to just that's just paying the workers we also have to pay for the actual product like the materials to make the product Mm -hmm. and then there's the um like uh distribution costs Mm -hmm. look at me talking like i know what i'm talking about i don't know what i'm talking about but honestly if if people but when you think about it imagine they actually spend real money like Mm -hmm. they're not just spending cents to make something yeah and then and they're selling it they either would sell it for 10 times more than what we're already paying, which can you imagine an iPhone can be as expensive as like two, three thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. A phone. Mm-hmm. And people still buy it. Man. No, but like, I think we, so pretty much what we're getting at is that so like we know about this, but the reason that I feel like nothing will be done about it because people don't want to. Because they realize if they do fix those situations, we're going to have to end up paying more. five times more for whatever shirts that's, we're buying. That's what I was trying to say. Five like times you, more for that phone, five times more for your shoes or whatever. Because companies won't like, imagine if you you actually spend money in producing the products and then you you don't you don't upsell too much. Yeah. You maybe upsell like 5%. You're barely going to be making money. It's not going to be worth it for you as a mm-hmm. corporation. Yeah. So. And, they, and I feel like they intentionally make it harder for you to buy local to buy homemade stuff yeah i was gonna say like or if you want to support like, like stuff. small businesses mm-hmm. or you know like a lot of people will be upset because they're like we want to support you but if your product is 300 dollars and i can get the same thing for 50 bucks mm-hmm. like why why should i support you yeah but like a lot of the issues that we we talk about on instagram and mm-hmm. we champion on not champion but we talk like the palestine issue or whatever those going are more on world issues social like yeah. yeah like world issues in general a mm. lot of them won't be solved until we start to address that consumerism issue because i feel like the western world mm. is driving a lot of the issues that are going on in the rest of the world if you mean that like makes they're sense. influenced by yeah oil? like in america let's say america they needed oil you know to uh support all the americans wherever who were buying more cars or whatever mm-hmm. so they literally destroyed a country to get it so unless we we start so crazy. It, it requires it requires so much work and you feel like futile but i think if you really sit here and think about how can i solve the world's problems yeah but you, you can check. start you can start as an individual by trying but can you really make that much of a difference but that's the thing if you start to think like that mm. you'll never change yeah nothing will change right yeah it starts with one that's true and then you just kind of hopefully build on top of that i don't see where it's going though right now because it's not sustainable at all i was gonna say like imagine if there was a an ethical brand yeah for whatever maybe food clothing mm-hmm. technology whatever the case may be yeah and it was ethical and affordable mm-hmm. groundbreaking yeah and it doesn't exist that's a big part of it money Let's is be business partners <laughs> i'm sure you can always find something that's local isn't like gildan uh uh american company or something like that what gildan you know that gildan, <laughs> they make like the t-shirts for everyone but i'm sure that like there there are options it's maybe going to be a little bit more expensive that's the thing i'm saying like imagine if there was a brand that was ethical and affordable Th- mm-hmm. they're not right now unfortunately yeah like 
If I have to pay $90 no, but that's for because we haven't looked. Because it's been... What's been put exists. in front of us? I don't think it exists. But maybe What's those, affordable is fast fashion. But maybe those companies... Yeah, fast fashion is affordable. But like, maybe those companies want to make you think that there's no options out there. Mm. But really they are. They're just pushing them down because mm. they don't want you looking the other direction. They want you to focus on their products and what they're selling. And they have the money to make you do that by putting it up on in front of you on Instagram, putting up in front of you on... Um, on youtube or wherever you are advertised to essentially that's true but then you know this is where uh like okay for example Mm -hmm. this is how you know i I don't want to say i'm a i'm a slave to consumerism Mm -hmm. but i also use social media to my advantage like if i want to try a makeup product or i want to buy a perfume or Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of buying something that's like i'm going to be spending some money on yeah I'll go to YouTube and I'll look up reviews. Mm. And I won't just watch one or two. Like, I'll watch a couple. Yeah. Because you can kind of tell someone's authenticity on, on camera, right? Like, you can tell if they're, like, mm-hmm. being paid to say this or yeah. if they're like, no, I actually, like, you know, I went and bought this myself. Mm-hmm. You're more likely to trust that person's opinion. Yeah. And so, in that sense, I could be influenced. Mm-hmm. There are so many things I, wa- I I bought because I watched a review on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. Have you ever purchased anything like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're scrolling on Instagram and they have like those random ads? Yeah. Has anything ever caught your eye and you purchased? Actually, yeah. That that Grateful Apparel shirt that I wore last week, the mm-hmm. one that we mentioned on the podcast, I actually bought that from an Instagram ad. Really? Yeah. So that was something. But like, I just liked it because I had a good message on it. And yeah. also because it said on the site, like locally sourced. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was made at their plant. And you can tell like from the material on there like they yeah. actually made that there um so i do pay attention to those things and i think that's what i'm trying to get at it's like pay attention to where you're getting these things from mm-hmm. because even though we know in the back of our mind that like there's some like indian why i keep going to indian kid mm-hmm. there's some kid out there mm. who's not being paid probably has like only a t-shirt and like some ratty raggedy shorts on that's putting <laughs> this together like just knowing that that might be where my clothing is being sourced from may deter me from actually buying it. So I'd rather see that if it's bought, if it's made locally or at least within um, a place where I know it's being kind of ethically sourced. But then again, but then you feel like you're taking away money from those people. I was but, just yeah. going <laughs> to say, like, if you stop buying the products and they're not going to, you know, like one time mm-hmm. I, I used to work in a shoe store and I was looking at this one shoe and when you're selling shoes to people like you have to check the sizes so i flipped the shoe upside down Mm -hmm. and it said made in ethiopia and i was like oh my god (laughs) and it's crazy because like for us for example Mm -hmm. where our our parents are you know our families in ethiopia like when you go back home don't you take like a whole bunch of your old clothes yeah and you're just giving it right back to them (laughs) (laughs) taking the world go around (laughs) it's like some people from from like i don't know china or whatever and from people in america they went back to china and they like had a bunch of stuff with them he's like oh i remember making this i remember putting this together <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> is that racist no actually i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just i think that if if everyone in the world which is impossible but mm-hmm. if, imagine if everyone in the world mm-hmm. started to be more mindful of their consumption mm-hmm. how quickly we could influence not just the economy, but how people buy things. We could influence, like, people don't realize the You're power voting. in numbers. Yeah. And so, like, 
I guess, you know, this this podcast this discussion between Amir and I, honestly, I feel like, first of all, we're checking ourselves. Like, you know, yeah. are we really a slave to consumerism? I wholeheartedly, like, I'll be honest, I am. And it's, I think the pandemic kind of helped mm-hmm. me. Like now, yeah. if I'm about to like scroll on an app and see like, oh, what do I want to buy? It's like, mm-hmm. why am I, do I need this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I haven't, I don't go out. I don't need to go and buy the new summer 2021 fashion. Because yeah. like, what am I going to do? Wear it in my house? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so that has kind of helped change the way that I purchase, make purchases. Mm-hmm. And now it's more so of like, I, I would rather purchase just like what you said, like, is this going to serve me in the long run? Mm-hmm. Is it something that's going to be beneficial to your health or like yeah. you said, like you, you're investing in yourself Yeah. and whatever you need to do to invest in yourself, like you're more willing to pay more for it but you know sometimes people consider investing in themselves as dressing well Mm -hmm. or driving a nice car i don't know it it, it varies from person to person right so like we we're not sitting here to say don't buy a nice car don't buy nice clothes that's not what we're saying we're just saying i guess be more mindful of what you're consuming Mm -hmm. fast fashion can work sometimes i get it it's convenient yeah but you're also if you if you're against a lot of those things that are going on remember that you're voting with your dollar so if you're buying from those Mm. same companies who are taking advantage of those people then you're essentially saying i don't like it but as long as i don't see it i'm okay with it it's like like the i don't know if you saw but um one of the i think i don't know if they're like the head designers or something of zara Mm -hmm. uh, attacked a palestinian model i believe Mm mm-hmm um on social media yeah so a lot of people are boycotting zara now yeah so but mm. i feel like like I, I like seeing those things when people realize that how how they can vote with their dollar by yeah even, i love seeing even that. by not purchasing from a place yeah um but i wish that it was done more on a global scale and like people realized that it's not only zara like even though they said that dumb thing like there are other companies out there that are taking advantage of people around the world. Nike. Huh, Nike. I can't lie, though. I like my Nikes. I yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. You're finding yourself between a rock and a hard place. You're conflicted because yeah. you're like, I like these things. Yeah. But at the same time, like, people are suffering to get me these products in the first place. I know. So what what can you do in that case? And I feel like, you know, sometimes you have to make the hard choice. You have to be like, okay, I, I really like this well maybe you know what maybe we can continue to like these products but mm-hmm. we should start pushing these companies to ah, uh like start ethnic ethically ethically sourcing their materials mm-hmm. and you know they're a large company they can figure out how to do it while still you know keeping their bottom line in a good in a good spot uh while still giving it us at a, a reasonable price right. i'm willing to pay that extra five ten dollars if i know that it's coming from I don't think they would be jacking the price by five ten dollars. It might be like fifty to a hundred. Hey, you know, there's always thrift stores. <laughs> True. Did I remember back in the day, mm-hmm. like if there were kids at school who, like, <laughs> the, the worst rumor to be spread about you was like, oh, she buys her clothes from Goodwill, mm-hmm. and now it's like literally all over social media. You'll be like, oh, cool, where'd you get that shirt? I thrifted it, mm-hmm. and you're like the coolest thing, like hipster and all that. Yeah, and I feel like that would that's actually going to strike a pretty good blow to the uh large companies out there and maybe they'll start seeing that okay, people are being more socially conscious. Mm. I feel like hopefully that will start to uh pay attention to what we're consuming and kind of try and uh make sure that 
wherever we spend our dollars is going yeah. towards something that's positive mm. and as long as you're aware that or, or being more aware of what you're buying mm-hmm. and taking in that when you buy something you're voting with your dollar like mm-hmm. i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. uh maybe it'll make you hesitate the next time you think of buying that next like fast uh, that next shirt or pants from that fast fashion brand that you really like i mean as at the end of the day mm-hmm. when you're like about to purchase something i think you should just ask yourself that question of like do i want this or do i need it yeah and that way you know if you want it i'm not saying you can't buy it because mm-hmm. you know there's also like the thing of and i and i i have this conversation with myself it's like well if i want it i can afford it i'm just gonna get it mm-hmm. but like what's the point like have you ever been in that position where you look into your closet and you find clothes that still have the tag on it mm-hmm. you know how disheartening that feels like yeah. when i look at it, i'm like what am i doing why why do i have mm-hmm. all this like for what reason mm-hmm. and so now i feel like when life goes back to normal and we're out and about and like working outside of our houses Mm -hmm. i'm probably going to do like a purge of all my clothes Mm -hmm. not all of them but you know make room for my my more um there's this thing called capsule wardrobe i think where you buy staple pieces and you just wear that over and over and over again staple pieces what are staple like you you're you spend more money for good quality pieces Mm -hmm. that you're just going to wear for a more long-term period Mm -hmm. whereas if you were or to buy like jeans for 20 bucks on for like on a, a yeah. site it'll maybe last you like that season mm-hmm. <laughs> before it rips yeah <laughs> you know and i have a big problem with that even with these <laughs> pants that i'm currently wearing thunder you know, thighs thunder thighs you know, yeah you don't have thunder thighs well not anymore but for some reason it always just rips in between my thighs i don't know it's just pants hate me for some reason <laughs> i wear them for one season and they're done even these ones because well i think you it's because go through pants that quickly yeah, like I bought these ones maybe near the beginning of the year and they're already starting to like rip near the middle. I can feel it. How does that happen? I have no idea. I think it's just how I walk. Uh, and also because if you think about it, I'm walking almost two hours every day. I'm, I'm Not two hours, maybe like an hour and a half. I go on my walks every day. You wear normal clothes? And I wear my wear... normal clothes. Why do you do that? I don't know. Now I'm going to change. Now I'm changing to more um like like, like workout pants or whatever. Oh. But the reason I do that a lot is because I like reading while I'm walking. And then sometimes when I have to like put the book down, yeah. I have these like large cargo pants that have like giant pockets. Oh my God. Well, the ones that I'm wearing now that rip and they have like a nice perfect pocket for my books. <laughs> you love cargo pants. Yeah. So like I noticed they're that. So, they're so, they, I, I buy them for the utility, like because they have <laughs> the large pockets so I can put go stuff to, in um, them. Go to Mark's men's work. What is that store called? Mark's I'm not gonna work. Wear, I'm not going to wear work pants for my walks. <laughs> wear dickies. You wear dickies? <laughs> Yo, Dickies was a trend. I don't know why those were so nice. They're, they're blocky pants. You look like you a Minecraft lo- character. It looked like, yeah, that or like you just looked like it looked like a jail uniform. Yeah, like the khaki colored one. Yeah, why was that in? I have no idea, man. We had some weird trends back in the they day. Really weird trends. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like this was pretty insightful. And now, the next time I open up Amazon or one of my, you know, shopping apps, mm-hmm. I'm gonna remember this conversation and be like. Do I want it or do I need it? Yeah. Is this smart for me to buy? Like, I just want people to be more aware of what they're buying. Mm. Like, go ahead. I'm not saying, like, feel bad all the time. Like, you know, I'm just assuming that these are coming. They could be coming from good sources. I don't know. But a lot of the times, if it's really cheap and a really good price, and it's like, how is it at this price? Yeah. It's probably reason that it's, it's at such a low price. 
but yeah just be more aware of what you're buying you know research these companies maybe (laughs) i don't think you should research them if you research them and you find out the ugly truth you can't handle the truth if you can handle it go ahead Mm. it's like it's like uh you know when back in the day there used to be like gummy candies (laughs) (laughs) i know exactly what you're gonna say (laughs) and he'd be like this may have gelatin in it or not I don't want to check because I don't want to have to not There's eat this There's always anymore. that one kid that's like, those are haram. They yeah. have gelatin. And I'm like, did I ask you though? Like, oh let God. me at least eat one. And you're like, really? Do that? And you're chewing as fast yeah, as you can. Yeah, you're chewing it so you can swallow it. It's like, if this is going to be the last piece I have, I'm going to make sure it's the best one I ever tasted. <laughs> Actually, you know, when I was, okay, this is, this is just really off topic, yeah. but it reminded me of that. When I was a kid, I for some reason, I used to think that like, mm-hmm all chicken was halal but beef was like specific halal right so i used to always like i loved chicken nuggets from mcdonald's Mm -hmm. when i found out that it was not halal yeah first of all my heart broke (laughs) but i remember i was like okay if this is the last time i'm gonna have it just enjoy it and i ate every single bite as slow (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) this was a long time ago Uh though a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I didn't have it for so long until I went to Dubai. Yeah. And then my cousin was like, okay, where do you want to go? And I was like, McDonald's. And oh, he was like, <laughs> you want to eat McDonald's? We're in nah, Dubai. Man. And I was like, yes, take me to McDonald's. So, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast this week. Yeah. And, you know, we look forward to hearing from you, your thoughts, your mm-hmm. comments. We should nickname ourselves like the African Ramblers. And say that. <laughs> I think I mentioned that before. That was actually a potential name. Yeah. that yeah. I, I don't know. That came in kind of last minute, like late. I was like, African Ramblers. I think I actually came up with that name while I was editing a podcast. I realized because I realized we were rambling a lot. But you know what? It's our thing. Exactly. Yeah. And on that note. No, you got to say my name is. Oh, yeah. What are you, what are you <laughs> about right. to just say bye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note i mean we, we introduced ourselves in the beginning of the podcast but mm-hmm. follow us on instagram cousin connection pod amir was taken ali sara two underscores bye, bye. <laughs>